What up, Ring Crew Army, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I will be going over Castle Attack Night 1, Match 2, which had Tungaloa taking on Yoshihashi in a respective singles match. That's right, this is not a tag team match. Night 2 of Castle Attack featured that tag team match, which had the Gorillas of Destiny putting up their IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships against Yoshihashi and Goto. We will get to that in a different podcast episode. Let's just stay on track with night one so that way you guys do not get overwhelmed. And if you guys are new to my podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you guys get value out of this podcast episode, the way that I break down matches, the way that I bring you the stories so you can understand what's happening over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you guys do not have a subscription yet to njpwworld.com, it's way better than the WWE Network. And then you have me breaking down matches, talking about wrestlers and speculating about future storylines that may possibly happen. And we have that forbidden door knocked down as well. So why not do yourself a favor, treat yourself to $9.99 without the bullshit and have fun coming on to my podcast, listening to me talking about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. From start to finish on night one of Castle Attack was very well done, very well booked. All the stories had a conclusion, which is always a good thing. For a whole month, they've been building these stories and these feuds. And then finally at Castle Attack night one, they had their conclusions. And then at night two, the rest of them had their conclusions, especially when the honorable mention that is definitely going to be on this podcast is going to be the triple threat match that happened on Castle Attack Night 2, which featured El Desperado taking on Bushi, taking on El Fantasmo for the vacant IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship title that sadly Hiromu had to give up because Hiromu is injured and he has to be out for 6 to 12 months, which sucks. It is highly unfortunate that Hiromu had to suffer that and has to be out, but that triple threat match is going to get an honorable mention on this podcast and I will go in depth and try my best to bring you the story of what happened and you guys get to hear the breakdown of that. Night one of Castle Attack should have been renamed to Bullet Club versus Chaos. Most of that match card was Bullet Club versus Chaos, which I was all there for. And it was amazing to watch. So on this podcast episode, I am going to be covering not only Tungaloa versus Yoshihashi, but also Tama versus Goto, along with the backstage comments. So let's jump right into match two. Tangaloa versus Yoshihashi. We have a lockup right in the beginning of the match. Yoshihashi goes for a submission on Loa, but Loa isn't allowing Yoshi to get the submission fully locked in. Loa has some really huge arms, and that's where all of his power comes from. Loa manages to get his foot on the rope, causing a rope break. However, Yoshi continues to work on Loa's left arm in the same way that he was doing so during the row two shows. And this time around in the match, Yoshi kicks Loa's arm and tries again to apply a submission to that injured arm now. Loa manages to give a clothesline to Yoshihashi, which knocks him down, then does an Irish whip so that way Yoshi's in the corner and does two clotheslines to him. Loa manages to do some chops and forearms to Yoshihashi, 
However, Yoshihashi continues to work on Loa's left arm. As Yoshihashi is pushed into the ropes, Jado tries to trip Yoshi. And this allows Loa to come in with a back suplex onto Yoshihashi. And Loa tries to go for the cover. However, Yoshi kicks out at two. Loa gives some stomps to Yoshi in the corner. Both men are back up and Yoshi runs with a drop kick to Loa's knee. Yoshi then picks up Tama. So both of them are at a standing vertical base. Yoshi gives some strikes to Loa and then shoots him off into the ropes. Yoshi ducks Loa's attempt at clothesline only for Yoshi to come in with his move called the headhunter, which is a spinning neckbreaker. Both are now back to a vertical base and they are both having a chop and forearms competition. Yoshihashi does a neckbreaker to Loa and then sometime a little bit later a powerbomb to Loa goes for the cover and Loa kicks out at two. After Loa kicks out at two, Yoshihashi smartly tries to put the butterfly lock onto Loa and Yoshi has to put on a variation of that butterfly lock just because Loa kept bringing his arms close into his body. But eventually, Loa breaks out of that submission hold, and there are kicks and even a jumping high knee kick to Yoshi by Loa to create some type of separation between them. Yoshi then manages to do multiple kicks to Loa's face, and just when Loa wouldn't drop down to the mat, Yoshihashi goes for the backstab, then a swanton onto Loa. Loa then kicks out at two when Yoshi covers him, when... When Loa kicks out at two, Yoshi does a gator roll and reapplies the butterfly lock. So Yoshi's keeping Loa away from the ropes so that way there won't be a rope break for the submission. And Yoshi is banking on the fact that Loa would tap out this time. And Yoshi once again has to do a variation of his butterfly lock just because Loa's arms are way too big. So you see him bend Loa's wrist and elbow back almost into like a Kimura lock. Jado comes in, Yoshi sidesteps, Loa hits Jado, and then Yoshi comes in with a roll-up, Loa kicks out at two, Yoshi with a full Nelson suplex on Loa, and then Yoshi comes in with some double knees. However, Tama makes a sly entrance down the ramp, and gets into the view of Yoshihashi causing a distraction, and this allows Loa to do the eat shit finisher to Yoshihashi and gains the one, two, three. So Tungaloa has secured a victory over Yoshihashi on Castle Attack night one. The wrestling fans out there can call it a cheap win because there was distraction from Jado and Tama, but you as a wrestler need to have all eyes around you, your peripherals need to be working and your head needs to be on a swivel in order for you to take down one of the baddest wrestlers in the game, Tungaloa. So regardless of how it happened, Tungaloa got the victory over Yoshihashi in this match. This puts G.O.D. in a little bit of an advantage going into Castle Attack Night 2, but... Can the same be said for Tama Tonga? So now that Tama is out there with his brother, he is attacking Yoshihashi. Both Tama and Loa are attacking Yoshihashi until Goto comes out and saves his partner. And this is where we get into the next match, match three, which is Tama versus Goto. 
It starts right after Loa versus Yoshihashi. And I think that was a brilliant move, a brilliant booking move. And I liked the sequence of that. And it was a very good thing to do. You don't see that in professional wrestling sometimes where one match finishes and then we get to the other match right away. This was under special circumstances, if you want to say that, just because both of these men are tag team specialists anyway. So to have their matches back to back made sense to do it in this quick succession also made sense. So this is why you guys are getting a full podcast of match two and match three together for night one of castle attack so as i said goto comes out saves his partner the referee rings the bell and now let's get into tama versus goto after goto knocks loa off the apron tama comes in with a roll up goto kicks out at two and tama comes in with a drop kick goto rolls out to the outside tama takes advantage tama throws goto into the barricade and after the barricade, the steel ring post, Jado hits Goto in the back with the candlestick. Goto and Tama are now back into the ring. Tama gives some strikes to Goto's chest and then suplex Goto and goes for a cover. Goto kicks out at two. There are some jumping headbutts by Tama to Goto, but Tama is affected more by those headbutts. Tama then charges at Goto, but Goto sidesteps and suplexes Tama. Tama then makes his way into the corner to gain some type of support by pulling himself up by the ropes. Goto comes in with a jumping heel kick and then the bulldog combination and pins Tama. However, Tama kicks out at two. Tama then manages to get Goto in the tonga twist and covers Goto. Goto kicks out. Goto counters the gun stun. Then Tama comes in with a leaping guillotine DDT onto Goto. Tama decides to climb up to the top rope, do a frog splash, but that is missed. Goto then delivers an elbow strike to Tama. Jado distracts the referee while Loa comes in and tries to attack Goto. Goto sees it and he comes in with a headbutt. Loa rolls out. Goto knocks off Jado. Then Tama and Goto do their misdirection in the ring, meaning that they run the ropes and try to one-up each other with some type of maneuver that the other guy does not see coming. Until Tama tries for another gun stun, but Goto hangs on and does the GTR on Tama, which is an elbow into a backbreaker on Goto's knee. Goto goes for the cover, and it is one, two, three. The winner is Goto, and he has a victory over Tama Tonga. Now, this obviously does not sit well with god it does not give neither team an advantage going into castle attack night two it was just a little surprising that goto picked up the victory over tama and like i said in my previous podcast episodes goto and tama have some history within new japan pro wrestling when tama first came in he did team with goto for a little bit but then broke away and became his own man and then eventually bullet club got born and the rest is history the only difference is that Tama is a successful wrestler while Goto is still trapped in his box. But a victory is a victory for chaos and a victory is a victory for Goto in this situation. So let me not take away from celebrating the fact that Goto got the victory over Tama Tonga. Tama was the only one to give his backstage comments about his loss to Goto after the match. And 
he was very honest with himself saying that he got a little too cocky for Goto to pick up that win and it's a learning lesson and it's time to move on he will be better on the next night the next night is the tag match at castle attack night two so overall i think that both of these matches were really good individually even with outside interference but a win is a win and a loss is a loss if you're not going to be aware of who's out there and you're not going to bring any backup then that's sort of on you you have a slight disadvantage than your opponent that's always bringing out and those guys having their back. Regardless of Jado's interference in the G.O.D. matches, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tungaloa work extremely hard in everything that they do. Tungaloa has this amazing intensity that I love and his power is unlimited. And even though he wants his opponent to have that fighting spirit so that way they can have a test of strength he's a very smart technical guy in the ring as well the same thing with tamatanga tamatanga is a very unique athlete when it comes to in ring ability he could definitely show up people when he wants to his unique ability is getting under the skin of his opponents and that gives god together as a tag team an edge over any of the opponents that they face for those tag team championships. As we saw in the Road to the New Beginning series, Tama was getting under the skin of Taichi, and it was all because of some iron fingers. And that, at the end, was Tachi's and Zack Zaber Jr.'s downfall in not dethroning G.O.D. at that time. So Tama is very good at getting under people's skin, and that helps G.O.D. to continue their reign as IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. Now, did I spoil something? Probably not, because you probably already know the outcome after I get done with this podcast and move on to night two of Castle Attack. But regardless, this has been my analysis of match two and three for castle attack night one again i do not want to overwhelm you by talking about and dissecting all the matches on the card for night one so you guys are going to get it in doses and i hope that there's some value to what i say about new japan pro wrestling the matches the wrestlers the theories anything that we talk about in the world of professional wrestling I do want to say thank you for listening to the full entire episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to support me. You can listen to the audio format over at anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. If you listen to your podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can just search for squared circle podcast. The cool thing about Anchor is that if you do not agree with any of my assessments for New Japan Pro Wrestling or wrestling in general, you can click that little button that says voice message. Leave me your thoughts. Leave me your comments. I'll listen to it. I might end up playing it here on the podcast. Talk about it. So make sure to hit that button. Leave me your thoughts. If you want to take it over to the video side over on the YouTube side, I do not have 100 subscribers yet, so I cannot tell you that unique URL that I want to get. So type in Squared Circle Podcast. Once you're there, make sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on that notification bell, leave me a like and a comment as well.
And of course, I'll chat with you guys about wrestling in the comments. If you enjoy using Twitter, I am currently active on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. If you guys want me on your podcast to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling and wrestling in general and what I do in the business, then hit me up at Marie underscore shadows. And if you want to take it a step further to help grow my newsletter community, head over to the ring All right, ladies and gentlemen. I will be back with another match for Castle Attack Night 1, which will be talking about Chase Owens versus Yano in that Yano-Texas strap match. And I have a lot to say about that. But you have been listening to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.